We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I'll never call off fourth quarter pressure. Back of the jersey, double sevens. No matter how many times, I never get tired of that reference. Hop Hall of Fame for dirt, we love you with a deep breath. Hi, this is Luka Doncic. Hi, I'm Kyrie Irving. And, and you're listening, listening to, to the Mavs Step, Step Back, Back Podcast. Waiting on my fall off. I'll never call off. Fourth quarter pressure. Back of the jersey. Double sevens. No matter how many times, I never get tired of that reference. Hall of Fame for dirt. We love you with a deep reverence. Bad court nasty. I wonder who gon' check him. Cuban did his thing when he went and got number 11. I still got his picture on my wall at 707. Feel synonymous with Kyrie, how we both train with aggression. Competition obsolete. Trying to breathe life into my dreams. I'm so tired of sleep. Still got some work from last season that was incomplete. So hungry for redemption. Thank my boys, that's my overheat. Like Luca with his three of them hit. My mic is prone to overheat. I pride myself the most. I'm 22 and my folks proud of me. I took the heart away since I was 10. Was no surprise to me. A step back mass blowing up was no surprise to me. And I'm speaking honestly. Seven. How's it going, everybody? Welcome in to another episode of the Math Step Back Podcast. I'm your host, Dalton Trigg. I am rejoined by my co-host, Drew Johnson. We have a lot of good things to talk about today. Uh, first of all, you can find all of our stuff over on Twitter, at Dalton underscore Trigg and at Coach Drew 33. And be sure to like, rate, and subscribe on every podcast platform that you use, and especially YouTube if you like watching us on there. Uh, be sure to sub there and give us, uh, you know, a lot of likes and comments and stuff of that nature. So the Mavs are sitting pretty at six and one on the season. Uh, their latest win was on the second night of a back-to-back in Orlando against the Magic, and it was their third game in four nights. They had heavy legs. They were tired. Uh, they fell down by 15. Uh, as good as the Magic have been defensively, I think they – I can't remember if they're first or second defensively, and I think it was second, though, coming into last night. Um, so, I mean, to, to be on the road against a good defensive team in that situation, you wouldn't have really batted an eye if the Mavs hadn't come back from 15 to win that game. But they ended up doing it. I mean, they, they came all the way back, second straight 15-point comeback for them, and they improved to 6-1 and one on the season. 
so there's a lot of stuff to talk about with this game, and we will start with Kyrie Irving because, you know, his his three-point shot has not been there yet, but he has taken on this role of just being an elite distributor, a facilitator. Like he is – I mean, we knew he could pass, but, I mean, he is doing stuff – that is just at a next level as far as, you know, a star point guard and his his passing ability. And he's playing good defense, too. He was a team-high tying plus 18 with Grant Williams last night. He had 21 points, shot 8 of 20 from the field, 2 of 6 from 3, and he had uh, 10 assists, which is back-to-back games with 10 assists for him, which is amazing, 6 rebounds, and 3 steals. So Kyrie Irving, uh, his shot isn't necessarily falling at the rate we're used to seeing for for him over the last several years, but uh, he has turned it on in a different way, and it has really helped out the Mavs, even though they're not playing their best basketball overall. So that's one good thing that I've you know seen since he's come back from his uh, foot sprain. But what are your thoughts on Kyrie and this different role he has taken on for the team so far? You know, I think it was um, it was a necessary. What's the word? He has altered his identity as a as a basketball player this year. Um, he's completely changed it from being just an ISO uh, scoring machine to someone who will actually run an offense. And because of this, he's giving all the young guys tons of confidence. Um, you know, we're not, we're not playing our best basketball yet per se, but we, I think we are playing extremely confident basketball and that goes a long ways, especially whenever you have the amount of youth that we have on this team. Um, I think that we have a lot of exciting pieces surrounding him and I think that he understands that and that's why he has taken more of a facilitator role. I don't know if kid was the one that actually talked it over with him or if he just came to this conclusion himself, but He's what the Mavs need right now as far as, you know, being a facilitator and making everyone around him better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up the – that's the biggest thing. You know, he's elevating the confidence of these young guys, and he mentioned it before the season started. He's wanting to pace himself, Mm -hmm. you know, to where not just just where he's peaking at the right time this season, but the team overall peaks at the right time. You don't want to just – have everything, you know, hit the ceiling early and then you're you're kind of what's the word sputtering toward the end of the mm-hmm. season. So I think the approach is good right now for them. I think they're, you know, they're 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 doing this the right way. They're getting the new guys involved and more comfortable. You know, this doesn't look like in a way, it does look like a team that has seven to eight brand new players on the roster from last season. But then in another way, it's like well, all the pieces work, so it's not as as bad of a transition as what you know most people would think. And mm-hmm. the record speaks for itself. I mean, the only loss came in Denver, which is already tough, even if you're not playing a defending champion. <laughs> but you're playing in the mile high altitude and against Nikola Jokic and you know the just a mammoth of a roster that they have mm-hmm. size wise. So. Uh, and they, they ended up making that they're just good. They are. They're, just, they're they're incredible. And they look, the Mavs ended up making that a close game mm-hmm. in the fourth quarter. So uh, a lot of good things to. I mean, look, Grant Williams just running through the box score here from that Orlando Magic game. Grant Williams continues to be amazing. He had 13 points, and as I mentioned earlier, 
he was tied with Kyrie uh, for plus 18 in that game last night. But he had 13 points, shot five of nine from the field, two of five from three, uh, which is good. But you know, it's kind of uh, it's kind of off from where he was at coming into last night, shooting 56 percent from three. Uh, you had Derek Jones Jr., who only had five points and four rebounds and an assist, but he had two blocks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he had a rim-rocking uh, dunk that he swung a little too long on the rim yep. and got a technical. Now, look, in my opinion, and, it, you know, what he's probably pleading to the ref is, like, if he doesn't swing like that, he's going to, like, fly into the into the basket and, you know, break his back when he falls, <laughs> falls on the yeah. ground. And there was it was also in traffic too. It isn't like it was just a wide open dunk. There were people in the vicinity, and you know, I'm no official. I mean, I tell my kids whenever we're scrimmaging all the time how bad of an official I am. But I think you always have to err on the side of safety. And I think in that regard, I mean, just hanging on the rim was self preservation at that point. So I would have liked to have not seen a call on that, but whatever. And it came off. It you know, I mentioned Kyrie just turning it up a notch defensively. And, uh, you know, that one came off of a Kyrie Irving steal. Mm-hmm. And it looked like Kyrie was going to go for the reverse layup or something. And then he just, like, threaded it between two defenders with Derek Jones Jr. sprinting down the lane. And, uh, man, it was it was awesome. It was one of those things that, uh, you know, even the, the away fans – in Orlando, we're getting out of their seats like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> so that was really cool to see. Uh, Derek Lively, he had a pretty good game, you know, 10 points, uh, 10 points, five rebounds, one steal, one block, uh, four of five from the field. So still very efficient stuff from him. Only played 16 minutes, but that's because he got in foul trouble. Mm-hmm. And it really. I mean, it really wasn't his fault, in my opinion. Now, Scott Foster, he's been in the league forever. He's a well-respected official in the league, and I know people give him grief for how he officiates some games. And, you know, I thought Derek Lively got some really cheap – he got two really back-to-back cheap uh, moving screen calls in that first quarter which really set him back for the rest of the game as far as his minutes played. So mm-hmm. if he hadn't gotten those two cheap ones at the very beginning, he could have had a, a bigger impact than what he did. And probably the Mavs don't fall behind as much as they did mm-hmm. if, uh, you know, if that doesn't happen. So, But still, all things considered, even with the foul trouble, he played a big factor as he has throughout this entire uh, first stretch for the Mavs this season. Uh, Irving, we've already gone through his stuff. Luca. It's a, it's amazing. We're like almost ten minutes into this pod, and we haven't even talked about Luka Doncic. That's yeah, how the first time we've said his name. <laughs> that's how different this year's team is. You know, it's, uh, there's so many different things to talk about. But Luka, he was his superstar self. Uh, he had a scare with a, you know, he had to do the concussion protocol during that game because he got hit in the back of the head, and they had to stop play for a little bit. So that kind of worried you for a little bit. But he came back. Uh, he finished the game uh, with 29 points, was a plus seven on the night. Did have six turnovers, but he had six assists, three rebounds, two steals, and he shot five of ten from three, including a clutch three that essentially mm-hmm. ended the game at the very end. It was, it was great. Look, the people have talked about, you know, whether Luca and Kyrie can coexist in clutch situations. Like, Everybody knows that they're going to get theirs offensively and they're going to carry the master out the game. But it's like at the end of the game, 
when there's a big shot to be had, you know, how are they going to coexist? And, you know, they, they had some trouble with it last year. It's like, okay, well, who wants the ball? Do you want the ball? Uh, should I take the ball? Like they, there was just some confusion there. There's none of that this year. I mean, there's a lot more chemistry and we saw it last night, you know, uh, the Mavs were teetering on that nine, 10 point margin uh, toward the end of the game and uh, Luca flung a pass over to Kyrie for a wide open three. He nailed it, uh, and then they got a stop on the defensive end. Kyrie got a steal, ran it up court, passed it to Luca for a spot up three. He nailed it, and it's like, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and that's just a a microcosm of I think of the greater thing that we're looking at here, which is they've learned how to create for each other. And that is how they're going to coexist, not just by getting theirs offensively, you know, clear out, let me do my thing. No, they're going to create for each other. And the fact of the matter is the Mavs are at their best whenever Luka and Kyrie are creating for one another. Period. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been great to see. And I, I mentioned that I wrote a piece on DallasBasketball.com about, you know, three intriguing uh, stats to, to monitor as this season progresses. Uh, in regard to their six and one start. And, you know, one of the things that I'm impressed by is that they're, they have become such a good clutch. They are the best clutch team in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, their net rating is far and above any other team in the league. Like their net rating is like a plus 57 in clutch situations so far this year. The next highest so far is the Milwaukee Bucks, and they're like plus 38. So, I mean, it's not <laughs> – the gap is wide uh, between the Mavs and the Clutch and every other team in the Clutch so far. So, uh, and, the, and what makes it more impressive is that going back to last season after that trade for Kyrie. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. They've only played like 21 games together now. They played 16 last year and they played five this year because Kyrie missed two games with his foot sprain. So there's still so much growth that can come from this, not just from them individually, but, you know, with the rest of the guys around them, you know, developing chemistry with the other guys too. And, you know, it's been good to see guys like Jaden Hardy get minutes mm-hmm. these last several games. We knew what he was capable of, and he's finally had a chance to, you know, to come on and, and show that he shouldn't have been on the bench in the first handful of games. So he's getting consistent play now. Uh, we got to get a, give a shout-out to Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, you know, as uh, despite 
the many different trade scenarios that he's been thrown into over the last uh, couple seasons and this past off season. And, you know, especially when we were considering if the Mavs needed a more veteran big man uh, depth, which I, I do think they still need some depth on the back end. Mm-hmm. I think Lively's capable of starting, but they do need some more depth on the back end there. Uh, but Tim Hardaway Jr. has been awesome. He has been a key part of this. And, uh, you know, he finished with 21 points off the bench last night, 8 of 16 shooting, 4 of 11 from 3, had 6 rebounds as well. Uh, he is the only player in the league to have, I believe, three 20-point performances off the bench so far this season. So he's very much in the thick of that six-man-of-the-year race. I'd say he's probably leading it at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, But he's playing at a level – this is the production from Tim Hardaway Jr. that got him paid uh, for his last contract. And then, you know, we haven't seen this level from him in probably two seasons. Uh, But it started to come back when they traded for Kyrie – and I think Kyrie has really enhanced what Tim Hardaway Jr. is able to do because mm-hmm. uh, since he's played with Kyrie, you know, his shooting splits are like 46% overall, 43 44% from three, and, uh, you know, 90% from the free throw line. So that's elite stuff. I mean, yep. if that continues, we're going to be talking about this Mavs team as a title contender sooner than anybody probably could have expected. Mm-hmm. No, I mean, yeah, the, just the fact that we're firing on all cylinders right now. I mean, it's very exciting. You just you have to pray that the injury bug doesn't hit us in any sort of way. And, you know, we all know that it inevitably will. I just hope that it's nothing serious, but it's an unfortunate part of the game. Um, but, again, it all gets traced back to Kyrie and Luca and both of those guys being able to create for everyone around them. Um, it's kind of like, you know, I know that – Kyrie probably doesn't want to hear the name LeBron, but it's kind of like whenever LeBron was uh, was back in Cleveland, um, his first stint, and uh, people were talking about trading for his teammates. And I forget who it was that said it, but uh, he said, "Don't trade for anyone from Cleveland because he's gonna they're, they're falsely amplified." And I don't want to say that that's the case with everyone in Dallas, but they're definitely being made better because of those two. I think. Oh yeah. Absolutely. And look, I think uh, one thing that's been kind of underrated in the first part of the season, too, and I mean, you you can attest to this as well, but, you know, Jason Kidd, he got a lot of flack last year uh, based on how the team performed, even though he didn't really have the talent on the roster aside from Luka. And then after he got Kyrie, even those two guys were dealing with injuries the rest of the year. But yeah. he got a lot of heat last year. And so far, this season, he's done a really good job. Now, I mean, the Mavs, they've given up a ton of points in some of these games, uh, even in the wins. But, you know, the the game plan appears to be – I mean, I, I like how they're strategizing things. It's just a matter mm-hmm. of guys going out there and executing that game plan, as Tim Hardaway Jr. said in his post-game press conference last night uh, – or, well, post-game interview on Bally. But – you know, I've I've got to give I've got to tip my hat, so to speak, to Jason Kidd because he's had a really good bounce back year. And we talked about it the first two seasons for him coaching the Mavs. They have not gotten off to a good start, so it was it was really important that for him to show with the new talent influx that they had 
that they're capable of getting off to a good start, and they have so far. So mm-hmm. shout out to Jason Kidd. What have you liked so far about how the Mavs have played so far? Because the pace has been really good too. I mean, they're the playing pace. a lot faster than they used to. Mm-hmm. The pace is much better. The ball doesn't stick. It moves. Um, kind of del- delving a little bit deeper into things. Uh, I really love our – and I've already said this in previous pods, but I love our rotation patterns. Um, I think that Jason Kidd's been doing a really good job of uh, finding minutes for people, specifically Jason or Jaden Hardy. Um, you know, I, I, I just I really think that he's done a really good job as just a game manager in general. Um, and that's one of the main ways that you can impact a game as a coach is by managing people's minutes properly. And when you're as talented as we are now, I mean, it's just all about getting the right people, the right minutes, you know. Yeah, I mean, yeah, getting the right people the right minutes, uh, making it to where, like Kyrie said, you're pacing yourself. You're not going to – that's what I love so much about this start. Yes, they they have started 6-1, and one and it's – you know, they're the best clutch team in the league and everything, but it, it's kind of – it should be scary for the rest of the league that, you know, they've done all this, and yet – it still hasn't been their best. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they've done all this and they're they're one of the best teams in the league and they haven't played their best basketball yet. So that's the biggest takeaway I have from it. Uh, and you know, they'll have another chance to add on to this to this record. They can be seven and one if they beat the Toronto Raptors on Wednesday night. So they go back home and for the for the rest of this week, it's the first time this season that they'll play uh two games in the same city you know they've been they've been away and then home and away and then home mm-hmm. and that finally ends this week because they'll play the raptors on wednesday at home and then on friday it'll be their second in season tournament game against uh the los angeles clippers and their new big three of Kawhi leonard paul george and james harden uh who you know they <laughs> james harden lost his debut uh, with the Clippers, they lost to the Knicks in blowout fashion last night. So that'll be interesting. You know, Luca, he all his eyes light up every time he sees the Clippers uh, because of the history there and the previous mm-hmm. postseason matchups. And I think that's going to be a really good Friday night game at American Airlines Center. And then after that, they travel to New Orleans for two straight games. I'll be there in nice. person. I'm uh, I'm not looking forward to that one on the two. Let's see, Sunday night is the first one. That'll be like a regular, regular court, regular stuff, you know. And then Tuesday night it'll be another in-season tournament game, and then I have to wear some shades in the building to keep Ooh. my retinas from burning out. Uh- <laughs> dude, those courts are awful, dude. Like I don't think <laughs> I've seen one that I've liked so far. It's just terrible. The only one I really like. Like the the only one I like that's kind of really out there and bright and you know it's almost a little too much, but it, I still think it's pretty cool. Is the Chicago Bulls? I thought theirs was pretty cool. You know, it was like all it's like the Red Sea. Yeah, it's yeah, I so thought red, that. I thought, yeah, it's so I thought that was pretty cool. Red. But you know that man, that first one that we had to watch uh, when they played the Nuggets with that blue, Ugh. that bright blue and yellow. Oh my God, my Terrible. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> terrible you know university of memphis they did something similar to that for their court and i just i can't stand it <laughs> i can't either I just, speaking I, of college basketball guy, so 
Speaking of college basketball, that's getting ramped up. I saw my, uh, Boy, my Southern, Southern Miss Golden, Golden Eagles, the uh, defending Sun Belt champions. They started out with a with a large win, large well, large win as in gap uh, win margin against William Carey. So you mm-hmm. know <laughs> that's always good. But look, this is uh, I think we've started out really well, uh, not just you know with. Uh, the team itself and their record and how they're playing and still have having room to grow. But I think with the pod as well, I mean, I've, uh, I thought I would be dead tired by now cause I'm only used to doing maybe one pod a week. But I said, when the season started, I was like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to try my best to do a recap pod for every game. And if not every game, I'm at least going to come on here two times a week and, uh, you know, see how it goes. So, so far, so good. I'm pacing myself just like Kyrie. There you go. <laughs> but as it stands, info. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, as it stands right now, Nuggets are the top team in the West, one seed at seven and one. Mavs are second at six and one, and then you have the Golden State Warriors on their tail. Uh, they're six and two. So, really good stuff so far. There's a lot of basketball to be played, and we will be taking you step-by-step through all of it throughout this season. So, guys, I appreciate y'all coming in and listening to us every single time. Like I said at the beginning, be sure to like, rate, and subscribe on all your favorite podcast podcast platforms. Rather, Uh, Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. That really helps us out. Uh, Also, put your social media at, whether it's on Instagram, Twitter, whatever it may be, uh, and you'll throw your name into the hat for future giveaways, T-shirts, occasional ticket giveaways you know stuff like that so be sure to do that i'm always checking that periodically and you know if we're doing a giveaway i'll just pick randomly from people who have left us reviews on apple podcasts and also be sure to subscribe on youtube we are approaching 12 12 000 subscribers which is amazing i mean given where we started with this channel i mean that's just incredible and uh, we're going to keep bringing you guys the content you want and you know, hopefully we get that up to around that 20,000 mark by the end of the season. I know one thing, if it keeps on the pace, it has been, that's a pretty attainable goal. So we're, <laughs> we'll see how it goes, but guys appreciate it. Y'all have a great rest of your day and we'll see you next time. Thanks guys. The headlines remind us daily. The world is a dangerous place. The elites in charge say everything's fine. Stop noticing, but you know better. And your gut knows that time is short to prepare for a world that is four missed meals away from chaos. My Patriot Supply has helped over three million families become more self-reliant and is the company Americans trust to prepare. Go to MyPatriotSupply.com and secure their best-selling three-month emergency food kits. Each contain delicious breakfasts, lunches, and dinners, averaging over 2,000 calories per day. Secure at least one food kit for each family member. For a limited time, save $200, plus get free shipping on all their Ready Hour 3-month emergency food kits. You're not ready if it's not Ready Hour Foods. My Patriot Supply also has solar power generators, water filtration units, biomass stoves, heirloom seeds, and critical survival gear. Shop MyPatriotSupply.com today. MyPatriotSupply.com